Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. Every Monday for the next couple of months, we're going to be diving into the Word of God and discovering some of the incredible truths that are inside it. And I believe that as we begin to discover the power inside the Word, that it will greatly inspire, encourage, and impact our journey of faith as we continue to trust God in our daily lives. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening to it from. This greatly helps to spread the message about the podcast and also encourage other people to check it out for themselves. Don't forget the hope is to life as oxygen is to the body. The message is simple. But also don't forget to enjoy the show. Take care. God bless. Right, so today we're going to be looking at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 to 42. It's a story of where Jesus visits Mary and Martha. And I'll read, I'll read the passage of scripture and then we'll dive into it and explore just what, what the surrounding passage is talking about. It says the following in verse 38. As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what she thought. But Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken from her. And to give you guys some context as to, to what's happening in this passage of scripture, um, Jesus and his disciples are traveling around and they're on their way to Jerusalem. While passing a village, they were invited into Mary and Martha's house, right? They both were acting as hosts and traditionally women stayed in the background preparing the meal for the guests. But Mary is found seating, sorry, sitting at the feet of Jesus even though it was the last place a woman was to be, which was to be sitting at the feet of a rabbi in the presence of a group of men. Martha began to have a hissy fit and she tries to embarrass her sister by publicly calling her out in front of Jesus. So you've got, you've got two people in this story. You've got Martha who is restless and you've got Mary who is restful. And why do I say that? Because we live in a culture that glorifies and embodies busyness. Busyness can be seen for us as a proof that we are doing well in life or we're in a good space of mind. It becomes a model that we wear with pride and it can suddenly, suddenly become a label that becomes our identity or self-worth. Think about it for a second. We ask people, how are you doing? And the, the most common response will be something to the effect of, I'm good, but life is crazy busy. It's rare that we get the point, the response of, I'm well, I'm not too busy, I'm at rest, I'm enjoying life, I love all the free time I have to do what I want. We can seem to derive our value from asserting that we are just so much busier than the next person. It can make us a slave and zap our energy and restfulness. All Jesus wants us to do is simply rest in him. 
Now I'm, I'm all for serving the house of God. If you know me, you know I'm very involved in my church and always have been. So I'm all for serving the house of God with as much time as I can. But if all our activities leave us with no time to be still in his presence and hearing his word, then we are highly likely to end up anxious, worried, fearful, and troubled. We can become so busy that if we see someone less busy than us, we begin looking at them in a resentful way, comparing ourselves to them. And to use an example, I remember it was a couple of years ago. Um, don't worry, I've had examples like this recently, but I think this one is striking. Um, I was setting up the church for a young adults ministry one Sunday night, and there was myself and there was a girl there. I can't remember who it was, but we were setting up the room and there was five or six people down the back of the room while we were setting up the chairs, sweating and organizing the chairs. And I began to just think like, my goodness, like I'm serving God, but yet there's people here who are not serving, along, serving, willing to help serve him alongside me. And, and that was a wrong heart to have because ultimately um, I wasn't doing it to serve God. I was doing it to serve people and be acknowledged by people, be seen by people. And because of that, there was so much frustration in me, you know, and I think you can relate. I think if you think, if you ponder about it for a couple of seconds, I'm pretty sure you will have a similar, I suppose, a similar experience in one or two different ways, you know. But what I want to do now is look at look at Martha in this passage for a minute or two. She was distracted. She was so busy with what she was doing that she was annoyed and frustrated when Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus. And then she acts like a child and tries to embarrass Mary by saying to Jesus, tell her to come and help me. You know, I imagine Martha in the kitchen, right? And she's thinking out loud. How dare she leave me with all this? I'm not letting this go without payback. And I imagine her just thinking this sort of way in her head as she's cutting the food, preparing the food, dishes and all that stuff, while Mary's just chilling, essentially. Martha was so consumed with worry and distraction that she wasn't able to be truly present with Jesus. She tried to embarrass her sister by calling her out and pointing the finger at Mary. Becoming so good. Isn't it interesting how we, we become so good at blaming everyone else, but not seeing our own failures. And now let's look at let, now let's look let's look at Mary briefly in this passage. And I was struck by Jesus' response to Mary in this passage. It says in verse one, or sorry, verse 41. Mary was aware, though, like, think about it for a sec, right? Mary was aware of her spiritual life and her deep need to be at the feet of Jesus. Mary experienced at the feet of Jesus that the worries and cares of life didn't really matter anymore. She chose to be close to Jesus. It didn't just happen. She had to be intentional. Unlike Martha, Mary didn't have her to-do list that frustrated her, but rather she was at rest at his feet. You know, and, and I suppose to, to use an example, I haven't asked my sister for permission to use this story, but I, I think she'll understand why I've chose to use it. My sister, growing up, right, she, she's daddy's girl. She's the, only sister, she's the only girl in the family apart from my mom. 
So she had three brothers that are older than her. So she's daddy's girl, still is essentially. Um, but no matter what happened, once when she was sitting with my dad or around my dad or near my dad, there was such a peace that ruled around her. She could just chill at the feet of dad, even though she may have gotten into an argument with my mom or me or someone. Once she was at her dad's feet, there was just a rest that came upon her. And I believe it's the same for us. She was abiding in divine Mary, okay? Mary was abiding in divine. And she knew that apart from God, she could do absolutely nothing. And in closing, recognizing that we're not going to make it on our own or on our own doing, but rather by what Jesus has done for us is the key to finding rest from both now and for the rest of your life. Let me say that again recognizing that we're not going to make it by our own doing, but rather by what Jesus has done is the key to finding rest for now and the rest of your life. And I heard this, um, this saying, I believe, I believe it was uh, Billy Graham. I believe it was, if I'm wrong, I will stand corrected. No problem. But I want to use what he said in a way to close out this episode. I want to encourage you to be a fat Christian, uh, F.A.T. So it's, it's, it's an abbreviation, and I'll break it down. F stands for faithful. Be faithful where he has you right now, whether it's school, work, jobs, family, friends, whatever you're doing, be faithful with what he is doing and what he has you doing right now. A stands for available. Make yourself available to hear from him and be ready for his service to his people. I think it's so important before you're in service to his people, I believe you need to be still before the Lord, getting the word from the Lord, be in the word and allow the word to encourage your heart so that you go out serving people from a place of being with the Lord rather than feeling the need to always get people's approval. And that's a daily battle for every one of us. And finally, T for teachability. Making yourself ready to be corrected and taught when necessary. Don't become so like a Mr. or Mrs. Know-it-all to the point where you become bitter when someone approaches you willing uh, in a loving way to maybe correct something that's wrong or if they see something, you know, or if they are like even the Bible talks about it, the Lord disciplines those he loves. So there may be a time where the Lord may have to say something to you and, and be teachable about it. Remember that it's, it's for your good that he's correcting you. Do you know, imagine if he didn't correct you. Imagine how far you could maybe wander, do you know. But thank you for tuning in today. Let's pray. And let's let's enclose this podcast episode to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you that there is so much power in your word. We have looked at four to five verses in the gospel, Lord, that we've studied today. The account where you went to the house of Mary and Martha. Lord, there is so much more deeper truths, but I just didn't think it was necessary to go so in-depth. Lord, I just thought that there was some surface-level truths that we could be taking on board. I pray you would help us to receive what you have spoken today through your word, that we would treasure in our hearts. And Lord, even as we go about our week this week, that we will be aware of being busy and restful. Lord, yes, life is busy. There's things that we have to do. And I pray you will grace us with a spirit of restfulness in the midst of the busyness. 
and that your name will get all the glory and honor in our lives. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Hope Sessions podcast with me, Jerry D. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're tuning into it from. This greatly helps to spread the word about the podcast, but also to encourage other people to check it out for themselves. Um, Until next week, take care, God bless, and don't forget, hope is to life as oxygen is to the body. Take care.